<laughs> Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Tehran deals, Molina in the air, left field. Duvall's got a great arm, but that is deep. Wong ready to run, he tags, here he comes. Duvall's throw, no chance, and the Cardinals have won game four. And in St. Louis, for game four of the NLDS, it's a Redbird winner. Can't believe they pitched uh, Molina, can you? Phenomenal game four. Phenomenal series. Fire that bat, Yachty. We're going to a game five, partner. This is something special. It was something special. Uh, You know, it it was one of those games where after a couple innings, all hope seemed to be lost despite home runs, two home runs from Ozuna, another big bomb from Goldie. And what they're referring to, if you didn't see the game, fire that bat, he... He didn't flip the bat. He basically chucked it. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot to get to. This is Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Rate, review, and subscribe. In Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, we're on Radio.com. We're also on iHeartRadio. Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And ready to cover the St. Louis Cardinals for you every single day during the season. My name's Mike Stevenson. You can find me on Twitter at Mike's on First. Want to call the show? Leave a voicemail, 615-499-6690. We got some uh, text and phone calls uh, to get to in our second segment. But right now, the man of the hour, Yadier Molina. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, it's kind of funny when you think about it. Paul Goldschmidt is the face of the franchise moving forward after Yachty. Um, on top of that, despite having Goldie, who, who has more than done his part, in this series, despite having Ozuna, who's been one of the most consistent hitters during this series, even if he wasn't so during uh, the regular season, despite having a very flawed closer in Carlos Martinez, 
who, like I said, you never know what you're going to get. Are you going to get the Carlos Martinez that we had yesterday? You're going to get the one we got today. You never really know. The one constant has always been Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. And despite the fact that they're both in the latter stages of their career, or respective careers, I should say, both are still such an important and integral part of this team. We don't win this ball game without Yadier Molina, without his tenacity, without his perseverance. We don't win this ball game without him being able to calm down the pitching staff. Yadier Molina, we know, is coming back next year. I guess unless something crazy happens. And while we had Albert Pujols, who was a once-in-a-generation type player, he left. He did. That doesn't, and I, hey, you know what? You do what you got to do. He, he did what he thought was best for his family. And if you believe the stories, you know, the, the, the top brass in the Cardinals uh, didn't really treat him all that good after he became a free agent. So that aside, Yadier Molina has always been a fan favorite. There's no doubt about that, but he is quickly cementing himself not only as one of the all-time favorite Cardinals, one of the all-time great Cardinals, he's cementing himself quickly as one of the all-time Cardinals, period. Up there is Stan the Man and Roger Hornsby. I can remember when Yachty first came up in the league. Was always was always very renowned for his defensive skills. Always really renowned for how he handled his staff, his framing, all that. But honestly, was a light hitting catcher. After Pujols left, is when Yachty turned it on and said, "You know what? I need to add more value to this team than what I'm currently doing." And uh, he showed it today. That tenacity, those hits. Where would this team be without Yadier Molina? And I've given him I've given him a bit of a hard time over the regular season. I'll be the first to admit that I still think he needs to take off more days in the regular season than probably he does. I still think that uh, he should be making way for the next generation of catching, meaning mentor them, bring them up. And I'm sure he does mentor them, but what I mean is let him have some starts, you know. Let Yadi take three of the starts and the other guy, whoever that might be, take the other two. That's a conversation for a different time. Right now, he is showing just how valuable that he is to this Cardinals organization. It is incredible what he is doing. Uh, at, at the age that he's at and the number of games that he's caught behind the plate, that he is still this productive. Yadier Molina is a future Hall of Famer. And when you think about the the guys that have been on the Cardinals in the last few years, you know, between Pujols, who's obviously a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Yadi, who will be a Hall of Famer, you know, Larry Walker, even though he's only with the team for a short amount of time. Now, it is a travesty that Jim Edmonds, 
uh, isn't making it to the Hall of Fame, but, you know, what can be done about that now, at least at the moment? Nothing. I wonder how many people know what they're seeing when they see Yachty do what he does best in the postseason. It's been a while since we've been there. And he is again showing just how valuable he is. He can't do this forever. I mean, it's just a fact. I don't know when the downturn is going to come. But right now, he's still in peak form. In a way, the same goes for Adam Wainwright, who thought Wainwright was going to be doing what he was doing here at the end of the season. Pretty much nobody. Not me, not anybody else. So, Yachty, definitely the hero of this game. Um, yeah, I was having a conversation with some of my buddies on Twitter. We're, like, we had that long chat going. And they asked me, because I'm, 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 I'm very hard on Carlos Martinez. And they said, well, you know, would you still be saying all this stuff if he uh, struck out the side or got those outs? Basically like he did today. And I was, I was pretty candid in saying no. I would say we got very lucky, and he still shouldn't be the closer. We actually got a call about Carlos Martinez as the closer uh, from uh, commenting on yesterday's game. We're going to get to that here in just a little bit as well. Uh, can't overlook the contributions by uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Marcelo Zuna either. Uh, they really are going. Uh, Colton Wong getting some timely hits as well. Now, one thing I do want to address quickly before we head into our second segment, Matt Carpenter and that play, that odd play where he looked around and he didn't know what to do. You're getting nearly $20 million, buddy. You should know what to do with that ball. Because that wasn't that wasn't good. And it just goes to show that Carpenter starting maybe isn't the best idea. And I hate to say that Carp is another fan favorite, but it's not in the best interest of the Cardinals, I think, to keep running him out there. Not if he's going to make defensive miscues like that. Um, so that was no good. Uh, there was a couple other issues. I think Dex mixed, missed a fly ball. Uh, and, the, and the Cardinals, the Cardinals honestly looked pretty rough up until the game got tied. And when the game got tied, it, it seemed to rejuvenate them. They got some new life in them. And uh, from there, uh, they look really good. By the way, you guys remember when Acuna was throat slashing after yesterday's game? Yeah, it was Yachty's turn to do that. Carlos Martinez, take note. When you do something like that, well, like what Yachty did, you're allowed to taunt the other team back. Uh, by the way, if Carlos Martinez is still a Cardinal next year, the first time they play the Braves, don't be surprised if the bench is clear because I bet he throws at Ronald Acuna Jr. the first chance he gets. Hey, uh, be sure to check out the new Vivid Seats app. They can, make, they can help you make a memory that lasts a lifetime. All your favorite events, you know, whether you want to take the kids somewhere, date night with the wife, uh, whatever the case might be, maybe you want to take your mom or dad out to something special. Just use the Vivid Seats app and the promo code POSTSEASON to receive a discount of up to $100. Yeah, it really is that easy. Download the Vivid Seats app, use the promo code POSTSEASON for a discount 
of up to $100 for your favorite live events. Also want to tell you about our friends at Postmates. If you don't know what Postmates is, Postmates is like the best delivery service on the planet. And it's like it's your own personal delivery service, whether it's food, groceries, whatever you're looking for. They can do it all year round. Whatever you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the United States, and they offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even got to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Just download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving my listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code LOCKEDON. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Mike Stevenson with you. You can find me on Twitter at Mike's on First. And I love to hear from you. So our question for tomorrow's episode, what is your favorite Yachty postseason moment? From way back when he first debuted, I don't, I can't remember if he's on the 2004 postseason roster or not. From where he first debuted in 04, all the way to now. What is your favorite Yadier Molina postseason moment? Call or text 615-499-6690. That's the phone number uh, that we have. Yesterday's question uh, was basically all about Carlos Martinez. Uh, and we have a call from, it looks like Blank, is what they said their name was. We'll get started with that first. Hi, Moose. Um, my name is Blank, and I've got an absolute ton to say about Carlos Martinez, but I'm going to try to squeeze it all into about a minute here. There's three things that really stuck out to me yesterday. Number one is Adam Wainwright. It's, it's just an absolute gem. One of the best games I've ever seen him pitch, and it's just amazing he can still do that. Um, and I read after the game in an article that his start was wasted. And just the word wasted is stuck in my mind for the last day now, not even a day. It's just a complete shame that that's how it had to go. Um, number two, in the NLDS this year, I read this stat yesterday also. The starting rotation for the Cardinals has pitched 19 and two-thirds innings and given up four earned runs. Carlos Martinez alone has pitched two and a third and has given up six earned runs. It's just I don't know why you keep putting them out there. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know what the sentiment is. I don't know what the problem is. And the third thing, whenever the eighth inning came on, my friend called me, got me on a conference call with another one of my buddies, and as soon as they brought in Carlos Martinez, he hung up because he was going to have some choice words about it, and I think that's how everybody's feeling right now. Hopefully when you're hearing this, we'll have a win, but until then, we got our fingers crossed. Don't bring in Martinez. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I appreciate the call, Blank, and uh, when they did bring in Carlos Martinez in the night, I think everybody was like, oh, no. But to his credit, he got it done. 
I believe the Cardinals did get very lucky in that and that he didn't blow it. Uh, Acuna is just plain out living in his head rent-free. He got on base again against Martinez. Martinez settled down, and there you go. Now, as far as why he keeps being run out there as the closer, one of these things I heard uh, Mike Schilt say, or not Mike Schilt, Bernie say, and I and I tend to agree with it. Um, Schilt is a very innovative manager in all ways but one. He's stuck on this idea that because Carlos was named the closer, Carlos must always stay the closer. Not only must he always stay the closer, but even when there's trouble, Carlos needs to be able to stick it out and to work his way out of it, to build that confidence. When in reality, in the postseason, you, uh, that's not the time to be building up confidence at all. So I'm not sure uh, what the deal is with that. Carlos, especially after getting a, having a pretty decent outing today, it's very likely blank that he's going to be the closer going forward. Um, so we'll we'll just see how it has to go. I'm going to be holding my breath every time he comes out. I don't care what anybody else says. Uh, I still think that he he can have, he can have all the talent in the world. He's a talented guy, but his 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 inability to control himself his emotions his inability to work hard to get to where he wants to be as opposed to this attitude he seems to have that he just deserves to be there uh it doesn't work for me and to me it's incompatible with cardinals baseball not everybody agrees with me and that's okay uh i don't i don't need everybody to agree with me it's uh but that's how i feel about carlos martinez all right um I don't have a name for this text, but it says, Hey, Mike, great podcast. Completely agree with Seamart. He has been our most reliable closer for the season. LaRusa never named Mott the closer in 2011. And by the way, Mott was another one of those guys when he pitched, you know, early on, he'd come in. I'm like, Oh my God, there goes the game. Uh, anyway, back to the text. Schilt named Seamart the closer after Hicks got injured. I think it is mental with Seymour. He had a close friend pass away recently, so I'm confused why he's closing. I think a turning point in the game was when Bader got caught stealing. That was. And this is not today. That's not yesterday's game, but the game on uh, Sunday that they're talking about. We had runners on first and second. We should have gotten a run there at the top of the order coming up. I'm guessing Bader stole to try to get a run from a sack fly, but this offense has been feast or famine all season, and my main concern was going into a famine during the playoffs for a few games, which eliminated our chances of advancing. We need Fowler, Wong, Edmund, and DeYoung to hit. Hey, you're absolutely right. One of the big turning points in that game on Sunday was Bader getting caught between second and third. And Fowler and Wong absolutely have to get a hit. Wong got a big hit in last night's game. Uh, Fowler, here's the thing about Fowler. He didn't get a hit yesterday, but he hit into a lot of bad luck. He hit the ball hard several times. One of them almost went out of the park. And for whatever reason, those hits are just uh, going right to the right to the defense, and uh, it's, it's just, to me, bad luck. He's hitting the ball hard. He will break through eventually. Tommy Edmond, um, I don't think it's as, imp 
I mean, they all need to hit, don't get me wrong, but I think it's more far more important for Fowler and Wong to get those bats heating up, maybe more so than Edmund. I know Edmund is kind of the kind of the star of the show at the end of the season for how well he was doing. Paul DeYoung, a different story altogether. Paul DeYoung hit 30 home runs in the course of the season. And the card he absolutely has to be a key cog in this in this offensive wheel. And uh, if he can't get it turned on, then I don't know if you put Edmund or whoever. It's short, but he's got to figure it out. You can't leave him in the lineup if he can't hit. Uh, the defense is good. You know, it's not elite-level short-snap defense. But the Cardinals got to find a way to score runs, period. I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. Which leads me into, uh, quickly, our last our last part of the show. How do the Cardinals secure a Game 5 win? It's not hard. You're going to have Flaherty on the bound. So hit, hit, hit. And don't just hit. Don't try to be a hero. Don't be trying to swing for the fences. Just get on base. The next guy up, get on base, start moving them through. Make a run factory. Everyone's talking about the small ball. Let's let's do that. Don't be don't be a hero. Take your walks. Get on base. You know, I would even say if I'm Schilt, unless it's just a glaring obvious opportunity, I wouldn't even steal. Tomorrow's game is too important. Way too important. Flaherty will be on the mound, though, uh, going up against, I believe it's uh, Fulton Etwich. If I uh, remember correctly, that's that's not what the word was. The best against the best. Yeah, Flaherty taking on Mike Fulton Etwich. You know what? Game two, amazing start for the guy. And uh, he did seven scoreless innings, and he retired the last 11 batters he faced in the contest. Uh, Flaherty only gave up three runs. Not a bad start at all. And uh, Flaherty's going to be on top of his game on this one, too. Tomorrow's do or die. Or today, I should, or you know, tomorrow, it's Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday's do or die. Got to get it done. You got to get it done now. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Again, what is your favorite Yachty postseason moment? 615. 615- Four nine nine sixty six ninety. I want to hear from you. Uh, all right. Tomorrow, we shall preview the game, uh, game five of the National League Division Series, and we'll see where it goes. You know, it's all up in the air. We don't know who's going to go. The Nats and Dodgers, they got a game five coming up that day too. And for all we know, it could be a Cardinals-Nationals NLCS. We'll have to wait and see. This has been Locked on Cardinals. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.